electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. We're coming off three straight record closing highs for the S&P, and the news flow has not let up. A lot of headlines in banks, airlines, big tech, corporate bonds, energy, and just breaking home prices in April compared to a year ago, up 14.6. That's according to S&P Schiller. Our roadmap begins with the Woodstock comeback. Kathy Wood's ARC funds reversing losses for the year as both the S&P and NASDAQ notch new records. Plus, United Airlines positions itself for post-pandemic growth, making its largest aircraft order ever. And getting the green light from the Fed, big banks set to pay out an extra $2 billion in quarterly dividends. We're going to get to what the banks told us last night. But, Jim, uh, Facebook, $1 trillion for the first time, the fifth company to join that club on this court decision. And Lena Khan, two weeks in, has got a big test. Look out. Lena Khan has got a roadmap about how to go after Facebook. Now, this was a total beatdown of Facebook. And, uh, Judge Boasberg basically just said, this Trump, Trump FTC, you, you guys, you got to go to school at least and learn what antitrust is. I mean, it was really ugly. And the states, too. Let's not forget yeah, our part they, of this as well. Oh, yeah. Gotta, yeah. But um, Lena Khan is going to use the roadmap in here about how to go after Facebook. Make no doubt about it. And she will go after them um, because well, they're much you, more sophisticated. They're a zillion times more sophisticated. This would seem to make it more difficult, not easier, for the FTC to try and make another case. They can come back with an amended complaint they within can. 30 days. But there seems to be a lot of doubt as to what they're going to be able to base that on that's going to be able to not get thrown out of court. He's right, because what the FTC failed to do was explain at all how this hurts the consumer. Right. Uh, and just because you have a monopoly doesn't really mean anything. Uh, I know that, look, there's no way that Lena Khan is just going to say, you know what, we're going to let this go. She can't. Well, she can't. I mean, Facebook did make the decision to try to get it thrown out as opposed to Alphabet, which is going to court right. against well, the DOJ in 2023 okay. right now. You're absolutely right. Now, the FTC so different- can do better. But the judge is going to go against him, is what you're saying. I agree with that. Yeah, and don't forget, this was a, uh, Ob- I mean, we, Obama-appointed judge. So right. conceivably, you know, you've got a lot of Trump-appointed judges who one would expect as well, if the FTC tries to bring things, would, would respond perhaps right, but, uh, I mean, in favor of business. Well, one of the, the judge goes over the fact that the FTC spent a lot of time on WhatsApp and on Instagram. There's a very funny moment, by the way, he goes, and on Insta. He says, that's what the kids call. <laughs> it's technically true. Yeah. Insta. So uh, I thought it was uh, a ruling which just says, these guys don't do any harm. And you've got to find out what the denominator is, the personal social network. Yes, they, they triumph the personal social network. They're not trying to hurt anybody else. Just because they block others from coming in doesn't mean you can't go to another company. 
I think that they gave him a blooper. Look, I think Khan has to go after him. But this judge is basically saying, we can't do anything about this. We're not going to break, break up Facebook. We're just not. That's not a remedy. Because you don't need a remedy. Uh, it's very a big, powerful. Big piece in the Times, though, this morning about the demand for lawyers who have corporate law yes. expertise. It hasn't been this strong since Microsoft in the 90s. So that's not, this yeah. environment's not going away, I've is it? I've debated going back to Paul Weiss, <clears throat> working with my friend Bruce Bierenbaum, maybe with Scott Barche. But you know what? I, I'm going to let them do their own. I, I think they've got to do their own thing. Of course, they're not the key people. I mean, they're, they're listen. It's yeah, their, it's not, they're not it's, key at all. My point is. Why did you say that? Because you didn't let me finish. Okay. They are focused on transactions, okay? What is now going to happen is that, and is happening in terms of larger M&A in particular, is you're going to have uh, a lot of people weighing in prior to even the consideration of said transaction who are not going to be the M&A professionals, but are going to be those who Carl's just talking about are getting hired left and right, namely ones who are going to be able to weigh in on the antitrust ramifications of a potential deal and or the PR roadmap that you should potentially undertake to try to avoid scrutiny or try to at least combat it in some way when it's coming at you. Alina Khan is a big deal for the M&A community. She is big. And right? it's, uh, they're looking no, at they're it all as scared. a potential loss of they're all significant scared. She's fees. 32. She's very young. By the way, we, we focus so much on technology. Uh, some people have mentioned, take a look at her writings at Yale on healthcare, and, and take a look at that. So I'll send that out there as well because but, that but be she is going to be stuck. focus on because she was particularly apparently right. uh, what, written she, extensively United Health what on health care. She's certainly not let's pro-humanist. Say, no, let's say uh, those who like to see consolidation say, find it very problematic. Now, you're waiting on a third commissioner at the FTC. It's expected to be somebody else who potentially would be more in line again with Khan, and so that would be three to two. The FTC is going to be an interesting body. But I don't want to make light of the fact that they got beaten soundly here. Oh, no, this was just like they were down there giving them the business. I mean, this was one of those, this was one of those things where you, you go to law school and it, it says, did you guys read that, how much fun they made of the FTC? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just, they pantsed them. Do you see it, you see it in the end where he says, I pantsed you? <laughs> right, you used the term pants. Well, I think, and, and, and some of the street street commentary today. Uh, B of A goes to four hundred uh, from three ninety. Right. Uh, I can't think of a more important day of redemption for Facebook than this ruling. Well, that's true. I mean, it basically says that it portrays Zuckerberg as a bit of a hero. It's 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 a new narrative. Zuckerberg Zuckerberg is hero. It's, but it, it, you know, it also throws it back to Congress and the, whether or not there's going to be an ability, given there is interest from both sides of the aisle, uh, in writing new antitrust legislation. What are they going to do? There's no remedy. What are you going to break? How, how are you going to do? You're going to break this Jim, thing back? We, we, you know, Jim, we, you're jimming me? I'm jimming you. We don't regulate technology a lot in this country. Well, you how notice that? Did, and by the no, way, we you don't, want to talk about social media and the impact that it has on on younger, on people of all ages, but in particular people of younger ages? You want to talk about the mental health crisis this country's having? I mean, we regulate the heck out of cigarettes. Jewel. Ah, 40 million. So well, you, it I was bring all it all up only you because... You killed Jewel. These are <laughs> did, issues, did you ever see his doc? These are he issues that Jewel. Congress is still looking at and thinking a did lot Did you see how it starts? Privacy. At the time of the last great antitrust battle in our courthouse between the United States and Microsoft, Mark Zuckerberg was still in high school. Only after his arrival at Harvard did he launch the Facebook from his dorm. And then they got rid of the the. 
I mean, this guy was so... He must have watched the movie. He watched the movie. He watched the movie. <laughs> the only people who were lacking, were lacking the big boss, the Winklevi are not in this. <laughs> you know, right? If it's your Facebook, it's your Facebook. I mean, remember that? Yeah, I, I do. Well, Jim, uh, it's all a tailwind for the stock um, in yeah. light of what's already happened with growth. Right. And it folds That's right great. into the story about Kathy Wood's art comeback, uh, the Bitcoin ETF. Oh. How is this uh, sort of, how is this impacting the overall view? Turbocharged the highest growth, leaving behind the lowest growth. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, how many notes do we have about time to buy Emerson? It's time to buy Textron. I'm like, you want to, I said, can you please could you come up with something better than that? I mean, we got Kathy Wood recommending stocks that don't don't exist. They actually trade only in her fund. That's a bit facetious. But you, suddenly she wants to do a Bitcoin. Now, they've been saying no to all of these, but suddenly she wants to do it. Now, what does she know that they don't know that they're going to let her do it? Who's she and they? Kathy Who's Wood the she and the, and the they here? Kathy Wood and the government. OK, I just want to make sure I understand the terms of play. What do they know that she, what does she know they, that they don't? They've been rejected. Who's they? They. Them. <laughs> the they. Who? Them. Who, those guys? Them. Which the, guys? The regulators. Those guys. The regulators. <laughs> David, the regulators. I okay. mean, we still haven't really heard from Secretary Yellen. She's the Treasury Secretary. You can keep adding on. Yes. Uh, Gary Gensler, he's the head of the SEC. Right. We're waiting to hear from them. Got it. They're very focused on payment for order flow, yep. which is completely unimportant uh, because... If you just say that it's payment for order flow, then people can make a judgment whether they get good execution or not. They should be focused on things like this and and Tether, which our own, um, you know, our own Kate Rooney has been saying that Tether may be the weak link in the holes. I watch Kate. She's this Tether is something we got to stay oh, we, close we've to. We've been talking yesterday. We talked about the commercial paper. Uh, yeah. Well, where? No one I know has ever sold them any commercial paper. So, David, I want to know where they're getting. Is that a picture of Woodstock again? Boy, they love that. Yeah, we do the Woodstock. <clears throat> we like that, and we like, of course, we like, we like our memes. SPAC. Uh, How about memes? We like our SPAC stuff, yeah. Um, hey, do you know the Textron, I, there's a breakup Textron piece, and it basically talks about yeah. that if you spac Textron. spac it? Yeah, well, I mean, okay. SPAC, I mean, each Tell piece me. is... Each piece, if mm. it were in the SPAC yep. world, is worth I, far more. I took it apart and sent it out to each well, one. Well, they're not really suggest, but they're saying, but I read it as, like, you know, if you SPAC something... Then it would be like, David, you would need like a SPAC report. You would. <laughs> you would. You would waiting, waiting for, we're trying to cue uh, the booth. SPAC report. We love it. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, you're at the end. <laughs> I love the up. You like, the, love, modulation. Yeah, yeah, okay. like the modulation. Okay. All right. But Jim, um, you know, your, your, your point's good about Textron, but also today, uh, City up CSX. Uh, B of A takes FedEx to top pick. A lot the, of defense of the cyclical nature yeah, of the, uh, Well, the FedEx, by the way, is US 1, Bank of America. So you always want to follow the US 1, David. That's very important. The evidence lab at uh, UBS cuts Tesla's price target. Really? From 730 to 660. What this evidence just, were they seeing? Oh, it's a CSI. What do I? What yeah. do I know? Um, but no, they're saying that you just you got to be careful because what are they like? GM and Ford. Now Ford. Are. Let's remember. I'm going to go look at the Maverick this weekend. That's the one with David with the small. Ford is up seventy percent this year. It's well, it's because they sell things that people want. They're almost totally out of selling cars. They just discontinued uh, what finance in Argentina. Well, that was a good business. Jeez. I mean, how many bad businesses was Ford in? They basically said, look, here, let's lose money in these 17 countries in order to prove that we know how to lose money. 
I mean, and by the way, in China, they're like virtually nowhere. And the Chinese apparently like to link it. But a GM, I think, is incredibly undervalued. But every time it goes to 62, people come back and start buying Tesla again. And by the way, I think it's going to be VW. Speaking of Tesla and back to Kathy as what? we wrap up sort of market here to us, what a, this move back to growth, the fact that NASDAQ Hyper and the S&P growth. Hyper growth. are now, you know, a, 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 um, 160 basis points apart in terms of performance when for quite most of this year, the NASDAQ trailed significantly in terms of does this keep going? Does this growth trade sort of keep ascending? So Until we see earnings. Yeah. I mean, look, and her, her friends benefited yesterday as well. Oh, now she's got China. Rally in the CRISPR. She has the inflows. Well, in that Intellia and in Regeneron. Well, she Regeneron she understood like gene editing and now she's getting inflows. And once she gets inflows, then it begins, Although David. Still it got, begins. Still we're at the, the early. She's we're at the, the early bottom percentile. We're at the early Kepler. part of her move. Okay. And by the way, I mean, I see pieces like uh, an Emerson breakup. I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, DoorDash, Wells Fargo. I have to tell you, I know that they're going into new geographies and new verticals in Europe. I have not had a DoorDash order at my restaurant We, we talked in weeks. about this off air yesterday. Weeks. We had none this weekend. Why? Because, you see, the pandemic in New York is kind of over. So what you don't want to do is order at home, watch a video game, and go to bed. Nope. You want to go out, yes. spend a lot of money yes. on liquor. It's now 60 40 is the breakdown. And liquor. food. Yeah. 60 40. 60 40. Which which? Which way? Liquor. Food, liquor, or liquor, liquor food? Liquor, food. Okay. Well, David, when you. David, an $8 beer, okay? The millennials, it's like you get them, they say, can I pay 10 The millennials are strange. The Gen X people, they're like, I'll pay eight fifty. The Gen Z, they're not old enough, so I don't have to worry. <laughs> I can't keep my Gen straight out. Um, we're going to talk more about uh, what people are spending their money on, including airlines, this big jet oh, order yeah. out of United and Scott Kirby on Squawk earlier today. And the banks, uh, as you know by now, raising their dividends, uh, giving us some guidance on buybacks. We'll tell you which ones are making the biggest payouts. As uh, we are three days in on record closes for the S&P and really only another point or two for one today. More Squawk on the Street back in a minute. Every day. Thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Sheyi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. 
Many of the nation's biggest banks raising their dividends this after passing Federal Reserve stress tests. Morgan Stanley and Wells Fargo double payouts. Goldman Sachs, Bank America, J.P. Morgan Chase also announcing increases. The loan exception was Citi. It kept its dividend unchanged, but did leave the door open for possible future increases. We'll keep an eye, guys, on the sector itself. Uh, you know, the numbers are pretty big. I mean, Morgan Stanley again to 70 cents. $12 billion buyback plan. J.P. Morgan raised its dividend. I think it was about an 11% increase to a buck. B of A, 17% increase to 21 cents. Goldman, 60% increase to two bucks. And you go on oh, from there. Very interesting. You know, Goldman. Wells obviously had been far higher. They cut substantially right. into the pandemic. Now they were increasing dr- uh, dramatically. And, of course, as we mentioned, Citi, uh, nothing. The question, Jim, though, continues to be, what about the market's willingness to pay a higher multiple overall for these earnings streams. No, we have to see. And, and will growth. that ever happen? You know, are we going to get away from sort of the idea of paying a multiple yeah. to book here and really just start to pay? Because that's the frustration. These things trade at what, seven, eight times? Right. Um, frustration on the part of their we management. We don't want teams. tuna with good taste. We want tuna that tastes good. I mean, in the end, these are uh, lacking growth. Uh, they lack growth in part because people want to see the easy money, they want to see the Fed raise, raise, raise. So right. let's not forget, as long as the Feds do it, uh, look, they should be in there buying every share because the Fed is eventually going to have to raise. But my chap just like, uh, looks at Wells, and you know, we actually were hoping you know, they're, they're going to do um, a nice size buyback, $18 billion, but actually it was, I was hoping for 2022. And that's going to take you through Q2 of next year. Yes. But will they be there every second? Will they be there after they report? No. So when they report, I mean, I don't know. Look, J.P. Morgan it could report a great quarter, and I don't know if it matters. What? What does matter, if you knew that the Fed is going to raise, then you want to own these because they're in there buying back stock and they'll, they'll do well. Yeah, but but you, you, talk need about it. you talk about a lack of growth. Uh, I mean, I'll take a look here at Jeffries. Obviously, small. Oh, my God, that's different. Small. They're growers. 8%. They grow, I mean, I'm looking here at 19.1% compounded annual growth rate from, you know, over the last whatever the heck, a long period of time. Well, that's I mean, a growth bank, and there's run by a very smart guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they reported – sometimes we get a, a little bit of a snapshot or a sense in terms of what we can expect from the capital markets activity for the big guys right. because Jeffries did report after the close last night. Uh, and as you might expect, given the preponderance of SPACs issuance in the first quarter, that was down dramatically. Capital markets, net revenues right. of half a bill down. But they benefited from M&A advisory, from right. leverage finance, and from traditional IPOs. And so they posted a very large investment banking number. And by the way, Gorman – Made yeah. a big acquisition. Gorman is doing a lot to be able to create an earnings stream. That's your hair looks fine. Stop Thank it. You. Thank you. Uh, Gorman's doing an earnings stream. He's got lots of good businesses, and he is no nonsense. By the way, you know Gorman. He doesn't seem to be in favor of the people who show up periodically. Ah, you mean the work from home thing? Yeah, yeah I don't gonna, think he's we'll into the. Hey, that. I'm not coming in today. Yeah, no, he. The wants traffic you. was very low yesterday. He wants people, you in. Yeah, I think he actually wants to run a bank. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are, we are coming off the biggest week of outflows for banks since March of last year, right? It has not been a good period no. as we reset some of these expectations. But I think Morgan Stanley is trying to separate itself from the pack by being an advisory to individuals, including acquisitions they made to advise people uh, who create IPOs, uh, or IPOs, younger people. And by the way, I mean, come on, you trade. I mean, you know, Robinhood's going to come public. We're going to have to give a new valuation of Morgan Stanley. Now, Robinhood will be, that'll be something Gensler will pine on, I guess, in pavement for order flow. That's what they care about right now. That's what they care about.
what they care about, not archegos. Well, they should care about archegos. They should care about crypto. They should care about, I mean, I can go on and on. The SEC's got plenty on its plate. Payment for order flow would seem to be way down the list. I agree with you, but you know what? You're not, you neither have um, subpoena power nor are you a member of the government. That's true. You're just some outlier who sits at a desk and opines (laughs) and has a SPAC. What's it called, SPAC? I got a SPAC animation. (laughs) At least I got that. That's all I got. I guess we're not, the booth's not going to cooperate this time. There There we go. That was the whole point of that rant. Where's it up? (laughs) We'll get Kramer's mad dash and we will count down uh, to the opening bell in less than 10 minutes on this Tuesday. Don't go away. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. We got uh, a little less than seven minutes before we get started with trading. Uh, People are already starting to game what's going to happen with Apple. It's a guessing game. But one way to be able to look at it is how are the Apple suppliers doing? Now, I tend not to like this kind of thing, but Skyworks, Barclays, and Corvo, okay? But Skyworks is a company that has really spent a lot of time in the doghouse and yet is an incredibly good company that makes, by the way, they're not foundry light. They actually make it. They've been a great. They, they don't obviously not allowed to talk about Apple because it's like the fight about Fight Club, first rule Fight Club. Right. I think this one's ready to run. They they went down off of an acquisition. And it's ready to run. Why? Well, because I think Apple's going to be. Bought. You do. Yeah, I think Apple's so big. Um, you know, I, I'm not in the Tony Saganagi. Maybe it's great. Maybe it's bad. I'm saying that Apple is going to put up some good numbers. And it's gotten cheaper. It's Biden his time. There's not been a great stock this year. No, no. Apple hasn't done much of anything since, I guess we can look, since September if we take a look, right? But if you think Skyworks is doing well, I mean, they do have a lot of customers and they're doing a lot of different things. But this was this piece was about Apple suppliers and Corvo, too. Uh, You know, Corvo's done quite well. I I don't like the name Corvo because it's too much like Corvo. That's true. Right. Yes. Corvo. Yes. You know, like uh, I sell a lot of Cuervo. I know I don't sell a lot of Cuervo. The margins on that Cuervo were good. Very good. But anyway, I just say stay tuned because Skyworks has been so bad, and yet it's such a great company. All right. So there you go. And there you go. You can get a look here at what we expect uh, when we open about five minutes from now. Opening bell is coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Squawking the street coming right back. United announcing it is adding 200 Boeing and 70 Airbus jets to its fleet. It's the largest order in the airline's history and the biggest by any single carrier in about a decade. Earlier on Squawk, Scott Kirby, the CEO, told our Phil LeBeau the reasons behind the order. Upgrading our domestic experience for customers is really what this order is about. And while it's a big aircraft order, it's really about upgrading the customer experience with new airplanes, but also brand new interiors, the best interior, seatback entertainment, and all the amenities that we're going to put on the airplane. Maybe more interesting is uh, thinks Asia is going to lag. 
maybe 18 months before Asia really opens up. And then business travel, Jim, still down 60 percent. Yeah, and that's the big money. And I do think that part of this problem is like our, our company. We, we're afraid, you know, we don't want to see people yet. Why take the risk uh, to go see someone when we still aren't sure about variants? Now, I feel personally that I'm not worried. I'm not either. Right. That's why I was vaccinated. Yes, that's that was why the we're point all vaccinated. of the vaccination. Correct. If I'm not vaccinated, then I'm very worried about the Delta variant. The Thankfully, it appears the vaccines, at least Pfizer and Moderna, act very strongly against it as well. Right. That's I know good. when I'm in the middle of Pennsylvania, I see people who are very, you know, people are very proud that they're not vaccinated. And I just tell them, listen, you're going to get the variant. I mean, the variant is in the air. You're going to get it. I mean, the variant is it's very it's, it's very transmissible indoors, of course. Right. Yeah, if you stay outdoors. But yeah. There's the opening bell, guys, uh, in just a couple of minutes here as uh, we get ready for another day of action with um, Dow Futures looking to rebound. Still a long way to go to get that intraday high that the S&P and NASDAQ have been benefiting from. About 800 points or so for the Dow to post a new high. And over at the NASDAQ, it is Indy Semiconductor. Indy, very good company. Very exciting. I mean, look, the semi business itself has been on fire. I think when you look at NVIDIA, David, NVIDIA, you know, I keep believing in that deal. But that has become, when you look at the market cap of NVIDIA, it is now leaving behind the whole group of semis. It is. It is by far the half a trillion dollar market value for NVIDIA. By the way, Iron Source, this is a went public via SPAC. Uh, oh, SPAC? I think. <laughs> no, no, we don't need no, to use no, that. No. But I'm pointing it out because uh, we have seen a. What do you think about the idea of companies breaking up and getting deep, getting SPAC? It's possible. Everybody, listen, all the sponsors of SPACs are looking for opportunity uh, to, to get something done. Pipes have been an issue more now because. You don't, you know, the, the lack of movement in the stock price of the SPAC after deal announcement. Pipe investors are locked up for a long period of time. So that's been a little hard to unlock the pipe market. But yeah, uh, SPACs are alive. You know, alive and kicking. So is NVIDIA, Jim. Let's come back to that. Sure. At that, at that market value right around close to half a trillion dollars. Oh, I mean, NVIDIA's got high performance computing. It's got. Look, I mean, when you go read what Jensen's up to, you realize that he's on another plane entirely. I mean, he he's solving things that aren't even problems, he's solving the future. And I've got to tell you, David, while uh, Elon Musk said that I was 50 percent chance I was a hologram with F- simulation is simulation. what he actually said. Right. Well, OK, well, let me just tell you something. You're going to be in a room full of simulations when Jensen's done. And you can say, let's talk. Let's let's talk Shakespeare. Let's let's talk Beethoven. You know, you're alone. You don't know what to do. Five new people. Wow, they love this company. I mean, they love this company. Yes, Iron Source is really the sort of uh, advertising for gaming platforms, software. Oh, they're rolling really? up a lot of a uh, lot of companies. We'll keep that, an eye on it. We'll see how it performs. Are there Again, any other companies that do that? Uh, yeah, there's a few. How about there's, there's another story today about the NFL trying to you know. The NFL, remember, if you get the games, you also have to do NFL Network, which is very exciting during the NFL season, and then less exciting when this season's over, because you're not gambling on the NFL. I mean, right now, I'm not putting a lot of bad, but I can't bet, but 
You know, David, if you were to gamble in the NFL now, you're really kind of gambling on... Uh, it, well, it's not really clear. You're gambling on who someone might draft in their fantasy. I, mean, I don't you know. You can gamble on all sorts of things at this point. Well, you, gamble, can't you? Well, you, you know, can gamble. But to, a lot of times, if you go to draft who's games... Who's going to be the starting quarterback? Yeah, it'll will, be like... Yeah. Yeah, well, and we don't know. Yes. The, remember, the big issue for Green Bay is whether David's going to get the Jeopardy job or Roger's going to get the ah, Jeopardy job. So, really, David, the future of the, of the Green Bay franchise depends on Faber's future. Yeah, does. I, does. Should I trip Devontae Adams? Anybody wanting to bet on it, I would go with uh, Rodgers. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get the Rodgers rate? Maybe. But he's going to do both. If he gets that job, he'll he do both. Do both. Uh, he's going to try. He's got a private plane. I'm not, fly him all over. I got to tell you, I'm not drafting Devontae if that's what happens. Well, he's speaking lose focus. Speaking of media, uh, Morgan Stanley uh, has a piece out about our parent, Comcast, oh, yeah. uh, reiterating overweight, taking their target to 70, Jim, which is going to be 25% upside. And they have the faux debate. The faux debate is ATT, a more formidable broadband competitor now. You know, David, when I read this, and I Swinburne, I... I I'm, ben Swinburne I, at um, I, family, res- yeah. I respect Yeah, he Swinburne. does good work. Does but, you know, the ATT, more, what is it? What this false dichotomy... I mean, do you think if you're if you're a parent company of our network, they're sitting there saying, you know what, I'm worried ATT is a more formidable broadband competitor. No. Well, they're going to have more, they are going to have more capital at their oh. disposal. They're not going to be as worried at AT&T about the enormous leverage on their balance sheet. They're not going to be fighting, as I put it, this two front war where they have to fund both media and wireless. And so you could argue, Jim, that they are going to be a more formidable competitor on broadband slash wireless. And by the way, wireless is becoming an important business for the cable companies, right. so to I speak, mean, Charter and Comcast. point is that they're not going to derail Comcast growth. They right. still see right. 20% Kagers for the next four exactly. years. I mean, let's understand that in any industry other than in this industry, it, 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 it's not zero sum. I mean, you don't ever read uh, if, if Facebook it's does not. well, you know it's going to kill Google. It's not zero. It, it's, uh, it's not like that. But in this industry, you say something good about Fox, it mean or, or Viacom, it means that Comcast is buying Viacom, I, which is not happening. No, and as a matter uh, of fact, they said on CNBC, they quoted you, David. <laughs> no, they did. They said the company relayed through CNBC. Are you just? Uh, I guess well, they related. They it relayed through, through CNBC that this is pure speculation. So basically, oh, just really? saying that you. Oh, I'm on. Yeah, but, I, yeah. By the way, I want to. I will make it clear. Are you on? Oh, no. Our parent company is the worst in communicating at all. I have much better yeah. relationships with every other media company than they, I do with our own. I want to inform David that that may not be the most, that could be an ill-advised <laughs> uh, position. Can, can we black that out like they do in Beijing? Yeah, yeah, what, what are they going to do to me? Are we I've been here forever. What are they going to do to I'm you? literally <laughs> screwed to the seat. What am I going to do? No, you see, you work for... I, well, just I'll give you some advice about career later. I love our I love our company. I love now, its management. Now, love yes. them all. Now, you're have, right. Uh, the love is so deep. Yeah, because I was going to suggest that Eli Lilly and Biogen have something you might want to use. Eli Lilly, David Rick's coming up later in the program. And how about this Walmart uh, private label insulin? insulin? The first and only offer. They Jim Walmart's saying that their customers, about three million with diabetes could be saving up to 75% off the cash price. Well, we were worried about Amazon moving in. I mean, no, worry about Walmart. And Walmart, by the way, is uh, recognizes the number of people with diabetes. It's terrible. So uh, if you take a look at the glucose monitor that Abbott announced yesterday, that's another winner. Now, is David going to be talking about the, uh, is David going to be talking about the Alzheimer's? Gen? About there the is, what? Uh, do you mean the, the David Ricks. Is the he Alzheimer's on? or insulin? Alzheimer's. No, but David, everything. But he's going to be. Lily's going to be talking about the Alzheimer's. The Alzheimer's. Drug, yeah, but right? is he on Tech Check? 
No, he's on the 10 o'clock yeah, hour. Oh, I got it. Hour. You want to stick around? Yeah. Meg Terrell wow. is going to be leading it. Uh, so. uh, you know, it's, it's Meg's story. She's typically I, got a lot of good questions. The, yeah. Yeah. I'm just pointing that out. Um, by the way, well, you're this continues to be a big story, as in Lilly, if in fact they do get approval for their Alzheimer drug, it does operate in a similar way as to the Biogen-approved drug. And then this question of the enormous price tag of these drugs and well, whether the U.S. government about. through Medicare and or insurers as well are going to be willing to pay $56,000 a year. Look, they can reduce plaque, but we don't know what that necessarily does. Does it right. delay Alzheimer's? Do you get an additional couple of years? I don't know. Meanwhile, some of the estimates of the total cost, I mean, are like half of DOD's budget. Oh, no, it's, yeah. it's just the it's, Chinese can invade Taiwan and we can't fight. There, I said uh, it. That was blocked out very quickly. It, it, it would be an enormous potential cost, and it does raise this issue because, again, the FDA was very divided on whether to approve the Biogen drug given the, given the data that they were uh, presented with. Biogen stock, by the way, has backed off from those yes. highs that well, it saw on 50, the initial the, announcement. No, none of the HMO is going to pay that. And you, you, look, it, it, a lot of the, the people, we've got to ask David about this, but the, some of the researchers, you know, of course, resigned. Yeah, no, there's been a lot of controversy around that decision. By the um, way, I think Guggenheim today takes Biogen uh, down 455 mm. to 446. Um, just some of the cloudiness, right, regarding this whole approval process, Jim, and the ability to pay for this drug down the road. Well, look, I, I, I know that when David talked about this on Mad Money, he said, listen, it's going to be approved. And then a lot of analysts downgraded. The stock went from 212 immediately to like 180. And now look at it. And that's because this is the holy grail illness. But I just don't think that the country can afford that price. Right. Meanwhile, Jim, just a quick note, uh, we're on the cusp of 4,300 S&P, which is uh, uh, a year-end target for some. I was going to say, street. how many of these strategists are going to have to, Dave, they're going to have to come in on month, when July starts and say, you know what, we, uh, we got to raise our price target. Yeah. Although right. there are still, was at least a chalet yesterday, still 10 to 20% correction in the second half of the year. Yeah, I mean, I'm there hearing is still that. Like and, and the Morgan yeah. Stanley Do you team. know how many people are dying to get in if that happened? I mean, so many people cashed out and didn't believe. And, oh, Biden comes in and that's going to be bad for stocks. And you got to take the capital gains now. Those people have remorse. They have seller's remorse, David. They do. Uh, and now we mentioned this at the top of the program. Uh, Facebook is remaining a trillion dollar company, just a bit just a bit above that. So what we got Apple, Facebook, Alphabet, Amazon and Microsoft all well above a trillion, two of them above two trillion. Pretty well, amazing. It, it happened. It just happened. And I mean, I can remember of, when Apple was approaching a trillion dollars and we, remember was, when we were like, wow, wow that's very never. skeptical. Yeah. But look, this is a, a, a market. That every day they find some new theme. The Skyworks is up four bucks. Boom! You make a comment, Dave, and and, and the stock goes up big. That's well, just the way this kind of Boeing gets an order. We all knew Boeing was going to get an order. It still matters. And your point yesterday about dilution. Uh, today we have XPO oh. uh, issuing five million shares. That's Brad's stock. Tilray's asking for permission. Carnival yesterday. Uh, Salesforce going to pay for Slack with some. Some new senior notes. A lot of issuance this week. Yes, and it doesn't seem to matter. People are ready and waiting. Uh, there was not, was there a, This is a group of people that really have a... They've taken... I, I love 
the way they've taken over. That's good. Uh, it's like the old days. A little excitement. It really is like the old days. Nobody's even wearing, nobody masked. I mean, everybody on the floor. It's great. They've probably been vaccinated. Um, 11, 18. I mean, again, this was trading already. So it's just, yeah. Sorry? But were they probably been vaccinated? Yes. Everybody has been vaccinated who, who was uh, not wearing a mask. That is the rule. Yeah, it's interesting because, again, that's a very um, we're trying to remember what is what are you allowed to do? Can you demand it or not? You can, but you may but, not. That was perfect. Um, by How the about way, some meme stocks, David? You haven't even memed. Speaking of demanding and or back to work, I got you guys may have seen Uber, I think, is the latest company. We sort of try and follow these to some extent. Jim Uber saying you want to work half your time out of the office. Okay. That's a report from Reuters, by the way. They're citing sources. Uh, apparently, they're right. going to announce it. I don't believe Uber's out with the announcement, if they have been. But uh, Now, a lot of our viewers are going to say, well, how? of course they're out. Those That's working in offices need to spend at least 50% of their time there, which I guess implies that you could, what are they, you could spend 49% well, of your like, time If I spend 50% of my time in Florida, I don't have to pay I mean, how do they come up with this stuff? I don't know. How do they come up with? I mean, it's, come on, let's just return to the office. It's fascinating. You know, grab a water cooler, talk for, about what Netflix. Oh, let's just go back to that. Are made. These are going to be consequential decisions being made by these management teams because they're going to be years. Sort of, they're going to look back and see. You know, were we Fro- as productive? Freud always were said you got to go back to work. Were we as focused on problem solving? Were we as? Did we have cohesion, uh, or did we lose something because we didn't have people together enough? Uh, on the, flip side, on the flip our, side, maybe our labor force, you know, had atrophy. We couldn't bring in the, the smartest, yes. uh, most selective new people. It's uh, absolutely right. years before we know the answer to some of these absolutely questions. Right. And, and or I couldn't attract the people I want. Right. To your point. Right. It'll be that, uh, because they want They don't want to work in the office. You'll all the know time. Uh, whether the drug works against Alzheimer's before you know whether we're productive. I mean, remember when what, when Frank Lubin said he's going to be. Though. I mean, a lot of people going to Boise. But he, like, do you, you want to go to Boise and run your company? No, Slootman is as resolute as, as they come right now. Oh, my God. Like, you do not need to come in because I'm not coming in. Look, I, essentially I, I read Slootman's book. Well, that's uh, part you, of you that. Is, at some beef. organizations, it starts with the CEO. It's like, I don't want to come in, so I can't ask anybody else to. And then in other organizations, it's the opposite. It's David Solomon, who basically never missed a day in the office of Goldman Sachs through the entire pandemic. Right. And it's like, where is everybody? Yeah, well, I got to tell you, if you're going to advance at Goldman, I got a sense that maybe you ought to show up. Don't just put your chair on the, you know, your your jacket on the back of a chair. Be there. <laughs> you can't cite a safety issue any longer if you're an employee, that, uh, unless you're not vaccinated. I mean, you can't cite, you know. So you're just saying this is a lifestyle issue. And by the way, uh, in terms of travel, TSA today, Jim, um, two million yesterday passengers cleared. It's the tenth day this month with a two million plus. Wow. How about international? It's still really low. I thought it was very interesting with the Asian comments. Remember, there are a lot of companies uh, that send cargo that in the, uh, the belly of planes. You, know, you don't just send them in, into those giant ships. And that has been a big problem because there's not enough planes, so there's not enough stuff in the belly. They call it the belly, dude. Yeah, got it. I, I have to say, I'm continue, continually fascinated by Slootman who went to Erasmus, went to Erasmus, which is an amazing school in Holland. I wrote my thesis on Erasmus. He's a funny guy. Really? You know? Yeah. I'll have to, do you have that somewhere? I'd love to read it. Bring it in. I, well, I wrote, I wrote this. My, uh, my senior kept my capstone. His capstone was on Erasmus. 
Thing, how long have we known him? We still learn new stuff. Learn, the things yeah. we learn. Yeah. Raspus rocked. It's so deep. Sloopman and I are going to talk about Rasmus. Sloopman and Erasmus. Uh, so we got record highs on the S&P and NASDAQ before settling back a bit. VIX is at 15 and a half today. Let's get to Bob Pisani. Hey, Bob. Hey, guys. Uh, happy Tuesday. Uh, we're trying to get over 4,300. A little bit of help from the banks, if you take a look here. Of course, the banks are increasing their payouts. Uh, they're all up uh, 1% to 2%. That's a nice little help there. Uh, energy and materials, industrials leading. Uh, you see tech lagging. So this back and forth between growth and value, which is the story of the month, continues. Uh, still no clear win- winner, although uh, growth has been a little bit better recently. A little bit of concern about Delta variants around the world. The reopening stocks were terrible yesterday. The thing I would point out is these stocks topped out, folks, a long time ago. This is an old trade. March, April, most of these stocks hit their highs. So Marriott's 15 percent off of its highs. Delta's 20 percent off of the highs. Uh, Maybe concerns out there. But again, this story uh, is pretty old here, uh, buying these reopening. Opening stocks. What is not old is what's going on with the growth. They're very overbought. I mean, NVIDIA, please, Amazon, Facebook, even Apple. I mean, these things have been monsters for the last few weeks. So they're dramatically overbought. I think they're due for a little bit of a pullback uh, at this point. I was very impressed with the dividend uh, payouts uh, for the banks. Morgan Stanley was the big surprise. 3.2% now, this is what their effective yield is going to be right now. That's twice what it used to be. You go over 3%, less than 20% of the stocks in the S&P are over 3% dividend yield. So Morgan Stanley's in some exalted territory. Everybody else was sort of in line with the expectations, but still pretty good at 2%. The problem is dividends are terrible these days because the prices have gone up. The S&P is a dividend yield of 1.3% right now. 1.3%. That's the lowest since 2001. That's not because they're cutting the payouts. The payouts are still there. It's the prices have gone up, particularly tech. Tech pays the most dividend at a dollar basis. And as the prices of all of these tech stocks, the big ones have gone up, the yields have gone down. You could take a look at Apple, for example. Apple used to pay close to 2%, believe it or not. 1.7% back in, in 2009. 19. Now it's 0.6%. They give you an idea of the influence of these big tech stocks here. Look at that. Same thing with Microsoft. It's uh, 0.6, Right now used to be close to 1.8 uh, as well. Uh, next, uh, I keep getting my inbox filled with people saying, Kathy Woods, file for a Bitcoin ETF. And I say back to everybody who messages me, guys, get in line. She's got, there's eight firms that have filed for a Bitcoin ETF. The SEC is going to rule on the Van Eck Bitcoin. That's the one in first in line. That'll be August 3rd. They'll give a thumbs up, thumbs down, or kick the can down the road. Gensler's already said, I want more regulation of crypto exchanges. I'm concerned about fraud and manipulation. So none of this is a slam dunk. None of it. But Kathy Woods is going to get in line. Finally, guys, you saw the activity on the floor. It's going to be very busy on IPOs this week. We have 18 IPOs over $100 million that have been filed for this week. And of course, DD is going to file tomorrow. DD will price tonight and we'll be trading tomorrow right there at Post Date. We'll be talking about all of that. David, 18 IPOs this week filed for more than $100 million. That's one of the biggest weeks we have seen in a long, long time. Talk more about how the second half is going to look tomorrow. David, back to you. And those that are de-spacking, so to speak, of course, as well. Uh, Bob Bassani. Still to come right here, Eli Lilly CEO David Ricks. Of course, we were talking about that a moment ago. You're going to want to hear what he has to say about his company's Alzheimer's treatment. Phase two trials are in there. But first, let's give you a look at how treasuries are faring this morning. This as we await consumer confidence data. That is due out at the top of the hour. You can see yields up. 
across the board. Keep a close eye on that five-year note in particular, 0.904. We'll be right back. Some of the buyers have come into crypto this morning. Uh, Bitcoin back above 36K as uh, some headlines circulate about uh, Kathy Wood's renewed interest in a Bitcoin ETF, for example. That's lifting the whole sector. Dogecoin up uh, better than 5%. Uh, the Dow, meantime, up 113, and the S&P still flirting with 4,300. Get to gym and stop trading. Okay, tomorrow it begins. Mike Ron, they report this is the one we need to know. City uh, says, look, it's going to be an upside surprise. Uh, and that would be a major thing because the stock has been not a great performer. If you get an upside surprise, you're going to have a pretty good semi season. So let's watch this. It's crucial tomorrow night. Crucial. I did notice the Commerce Secretary again leaning on Congress to get that federal funding done by August. For the, for the sector. Secretary Armando, is, is she understands the issue. Of course, the problem is, is that it takes so long to build all this. you got to get moving now. Right. We need foundries now in this country so we're not hostage to the PRC. Right. That's, what's, that's what matters. How about tonight? Okay, I've got paychecks. We're going to find out whether the New York Times is right about the unemployment benefits or whether the Wall Street Journal is right. And then perhaps one of the most joyous companies on earth, we have Shopify. And I... Harley is the man. Two million jobs, yep. two million companies, uh, really making your dream come true. I really believe that. Like Etsy, they've made, they've empowered people to create businesses that would never have businesses before, and I love that. It, it's it's micro capitalism at its best, and it's working. So I salute him. Look at that stock, Suck Shopify. Canada's, by the way, look at Canada's it. Canada's finest. Five years. Wow. Remember, I had a moment, it was at 80, and he was saying, listen, this stock could double. You know, I think, I said, could this stock double? Harley yeah. wants, uh, wants trade to start, I'm sorry, travel to start more aggressively between Canada and I know. The US. I was supposed to have dinner with him in Toronto last year for American Brain Foundation stuff I was doing, and it was, uh, can't do it, but I am going to go up there. We, that chart. Yeah, the that brain, chart's ridiculous. The Brain Foundation, that's yeah, where, that. that thing is the Brain Foundation. That's how, made, that's how wealth is created right there. The, you, you, it's, can, no one can stop you. The, the, the Holy student has cow. become the master, Jim. Holy. <laughs> David, you're a meme. Can I'm I say? a meme, I am. Yeah, there you go. I always wanted to be a meme. There you go, David. Why don't you join um All right, why don't you go read your Erasmus, all right? Go, why don't you, go read your thesis on Erasmus. Praise of Folly, it's a great book. Stand on the corner out there. Yeah, Praise of Folly, it's a great book. See if people show up. We'll right. see you tonight, Erasmus. Jim Cramer, Bad Money, 6 p.m. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools.